Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. We don't even talk anymore. Wow. I was just listening to this. We don't even know what we argue about. Come on. Don't even say I love you no more. <laughs> saying how we feel is no longer allowed. Some people work things out and some just don't know how to change. Let snow wait till the water runs dry. Come on now. We might watch our whole lives pass us by. Let's not wait till the water runs dry. Will we make the biggest mistake of our lives? Don't do it, baby. my favorite boys tonight <laughs> you better <laughs> what a great piece of music how random um hey guys welcome back i i mm-hmm. am penny proud and i am little miss flint this is the read we're back another week once again and not on my cough meds anymore praise god amen <laughs> Because I was a massive struggle. The lean episode was one for the books for sure. <laughs> I had a great time. Um, Woo! All right, lots to unpack, folks. Let's just get started. Okay. Black excellence this week. First and foremost, this one goes out to a 17-year-old from North Carolina. Lots of you probably heard about this story. Uh, you know, the webs have been all abuzz with this chicken sandwich. I, oh, my God. I don't ever want to hear chicken sandwich <laughs> next to each other. But more on that later. This is so much. <laughs> but anyways, as you guys have been just running Popeye's employees ragged, you know... Let me pull over for a second. Quick sidebar. Everyone in fast food, thank you. You know, because we're going to eat it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you are given the appreciation that you deserve. Definitely are not. You know what I'm saying? Because, look, how else are we supposed to get our delish? You know? So, Popeye specifically, I'm not even trying to be funny. God bless y'all. You know what I mean? I know these niggas have been in your tired faces trying to make mean jokes and shit with you and you're just like, what do you want? I know that y'all are so exhausted. Motherfuckers is cussing each other out in lines and and fighting and being dumb. Behind a chicken sandwich. We love (sighs) y'all. Popeyes need to give every last one of y'all a raise. 
Every last one. They got the money. We know you do. Um, So a young man named David Ledbetter, amazing last name, 17 years old, um, was standing in the lines of Popeye's (laughs) registering people to vote. What? Yep. Really? So he spoke to you because of them we can. He said that he went to a caucus meeting in Charlotte and was maybe a bit discouraged by how few young people were present. Okay. So that basically inspired him to kind of start an an initiative of his own and getting people, specifically the youth, to register to vote. Okay. Now in this Popeyes um that he was photographed in that was all over, you know, social media and stuff, I think that he said he was happy to know that uh, many people who were in line were already registered to vote. Yeah, that don't surprise me. Black people do vote. I mean, uh, <laughs> against common... Yes, like, against what they might tell you. <laughs> we do vote. He said that he was uh, able to register at least 16 people Hey, all right. there and will continue the effort. Listen, that's 16 people who were not registered and more than what I did this week for America and our democracy. Hey. So... <laughs> Shout out to him. That's that's great. He turns 18 next March and is super excited wow. to be able to vote for the first time. And You're Lord right. knows He's we need only it. only 17. 17. And already that passionate. Mm, great. Mm-hmm. That's a great job, young man. Good Shout for you. Shout out to North Carolina and Charlotte. Um, go oh, yeah. And, and see, North Carolina will be a very important state, take too. Take your shirt so off. That's, that's... Swing it around your head like a helicopter. <laughs> Petey Pablo didn't have to be a part of this. I'm sorry. <laughs> But yeah, that is that is yeah, North Carolina will be will be crucial. So I'm glad. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. 
But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, the Tyler Perry has a freeway exit now for his uh, for that enchanted forest. In, in I mean, that studio is so big. <laughs> it's huge. So I guess this is necessary. His compound. But yeah, there's, he posted a photo on his Instagram page of the Tyler Perry Studios exit right there in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, good. Um, make it easier for everybody we know to make it there. Because t- the one thing I will never take away from that man is he hires black people. Period. Period. So if he's getting so much traffic that... You know, I don't even know. Is it the Department of Highways that decided they needed a? I don't know. Bro, you know, I don't know how that works. <laughs> but you know, he shared a very uh, inspirational caption, of course, about his own personal struggles and you know dealing with homelessness and hunger and all of oh, that stuff. There it is. So, congratulations, Tyler. You know, I mean, I still don't know how Taraji got back on the boat, but that's completely <laughs> irrelevant. You know, it's just irrelevant. Uh, oh, they added Tyler Perry Studios to an existing sign. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. But yeah, still, they were just like still, editing. Yeah. yeah, that is still important and good. That's so, a very, very huge deal. We may never know how Taraji got on that boat, but... I don't think we will. No, Ed, but this unless is... he's Unless he's planning. <laughs> no, there is no sequel. She died, remember? <laughs> unless she didn't die. And she's just magically alive again. Maybe we don't Aquaman know how that happened either. Actually, a sci-fi film this whole time, and mm. Tyler Perry is working on an Acrimon universe. Acrimuniverse. Nope. Acrimuniverse. Acri. No. No. Acrimuniverse. Acrigalis. I don't know how to do this, but I don't know. I think that she was an X Men. No, that isn't it. Also, for Black Excellence, I have to give it to Serena Williams for once again shitting Woo! on Maria Sharapova. My girl. <laughs> um, I saw someone call her uh, Shara, it's over. I don't know. Like Everybody's having a blast um, with this new win for uh, Serena yeah. at the U.S. Open. Good for her. As well as... Um, Everybody is trolling this lady because apparently, you know, she referred to Serena Williams as her rival. Girl. Which literally doesn't make any sense given the statistics. You haven't beat her in 15 years, girl. It's not a rivalry at this point. You just lose. (laughs) Like, you just lose to her. Period. Like mostly everybody else. So I wish you would stop acting like you are on Serena Williams level. In all the times y'all have played, you have beat her twice. And she's beat you like what, 14, 15 times? 20. <laughs> bitch, bitch. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That reminds me of that Nigerian newspaper a few years ago that made a play on Maria Sharapova's name and was like, Shara, it's over. Yeah, it was something <laughs> like that. It was something like that that, that, that was like, so, like, but girl, seriously, shut the fuck up. You are nowhere near Serena Williams level at all in nobody's galaxy. Serena's rough for me now because I was like last year confronted with, you know, comments that I had made in like 2008 or nine about her body and physique and Mm -hmm. my ignorances from way back when that I did not even remember about. So every time I see her now, I get gut punched with guilt because I obviously don't feel that way about her. And one of the things that I'm so ad, one of the things I find so admirable about her is, the inspiration 
that she has laid out for black women. Yeah. But knowing that that is something that people within her industry, specifically white people, whether they work in, in tennis or are fans of it, used to try and invalidate her talent and right. her work and her femininity and womanhood. It just disgusts me that I was ever a part of that shit. So now every time I see her, I feel bad. Well, I don't think Serena would want you to feel bad literally every time you look at her, especially since like you obviously are not still in a place where you're ignorant about that kind of thing. I mean, thing, you literally or... live and you learn. Right. That doesn't exactly. change the fact that I feel bad. Well, okay. But, you know, you can't beat yourself up for mistakes wherever you apologized and you have more than atoned, I think. So... You know, the point is Serena Williams. Is you're welcome to move on and live your life, but yes, Serena Williams is seriously, literally, 100 percent that bitch, and always has been. And her husband wearing that Dare shirt was. Just... <laughs> now listen, I, just... I fell off the couch. <laughs> wow, ma'am, girl, that's mm, love. That's someone so good. Someone jumped in my mentions. Mentions and was like, "Kid Alexis get black adjacent excellence," <laughs> because mm. this is marriage goals. I mean. Perhaps because he wore the shirt on behalf of his black wife, I'm willing to consider it. But you Girl, know, this is a segment joking. for Negroes, <laughs> right? We don't. We're not celebrating white people. All right. So pop culture. You know the segment. It's called Hot Tops. When a stranger bottoms. <laughs> Lots to talk about. First and foremost, we went to the VMAs. We did. Wasn't that nice of Missy Elliott? I mean, the reason we were there. Yeah, literally the only reason we were there. Further MTV black was excellence certainly well. not finna ask us for, <laughs> to come at all. But yeah, long time ago, Missy said if she ever was going to receive I didn't the, even remember that. Me either. But she did, which is really just another testament to how incredible she is. Because she could have easily not invited us. And we would not have even noticed the difference. Because we would have just been at home standing in our living rooms like everybody else Missy Elliott knowing I exist is all that Missy Elliott. It's really Elliott. too much. Like, she doesn't have to it's do anything It's honestly too much. Right. You know what I mean? But she really gave us tickets and good tickets that came with free drinks. Okay. Woo! <laughs> Bitch! Let me tell you something. Before we even sat down, like, we'll get into the meat and potatoes of why we were there and how amazing Missy Elliott's performance was. Yes. But, of course. Now... Thank you to everybody who was like excited for us, and some of y'all hoes was talking about she was crying. That's Thank too you much. all are so That's sweet. That's just so nice. No. Um, I saw maybe one or two people who who were accurate and their um, assumption that it's like, bitch, I know you only going to this shit because Missy Elliott That's don't right. be there. That is right. You're. You're correct. 100% correct. Because you never seen two people tip out of a venue so fast as we did after Missy left that Before stage. we said, like, girl, <laughs> we found our section. Yes. There was a bar right up front. Yes. Right in front of it. We got into the lines. It was ready to buy our drinks. And uh, the lady behind was there was like, oh, no, with that wristband, you, you don't pay for anything. Here. Like, you don't bitch, what? Any- so, wait. We get to see Missy Elliott. Messy Elliott. Messy Elliott? <laughs> My mouth. We know you We love. get to see Missy and drink for free. Yes, and the good shit too. It was not well drinks neither. <laughs> we got to have. One. I had at least five Casamigos. Yeah, with I believe I had six before it was all said and done. Yeah, but you know, I mean that that's y'all fault for giving me a wristband that said I can have free drinks. Truly, but yeah, as soon as we sat down with our two drinks each, <laughs> I mean double fisted. First thing I said was, I truly doubt that I stay for this whole show. And you were like, bitch. <laughs> oh, we said that in the ride over. Oh, you right. I remember talking about that, that in, in the, the Uber. car. <laughs> I said, the moment that Missy says her last thanks, 
I'm punching. When Missy turns around and the lights go dark and MTV cuts to commercial, we're out of this Look, bitch. Look, clocked. Goodbye. And it was brilliant because bitch, we got out before the traffic and all them fucking crowds. We were assuming that she would probably be, be she would probably be one of the last performances mm, of the night. Yeah. So I was prepared to be in there like 10.30 before she started or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then just trying to get out before the tribe got stupid. Yeah. And then they went to like a commercial or something around 8.50, 9 o'clock. And I was like, oh, Missy Elliott's coming right out. And I saw the dancers up in the yes. rafters. And I, I was like, When them three really... people dropped out the ceiling, we were like, oh, no. Miss it's just 9 next. o'clock and she's really about to... St- <laughs> we get to go. We will be out of here we by 9.30. To- <laughs> I'm going to get to be in my bed before I left it. So yeah, got home and the VMAs were still on. So thank you, Missy, again. Like you, the the blessings you bestowed upon us were truly overwhelming to my heart, my soul, everything about you. I mean, I knew that it was going to be a great show, but it was so good in person. Yeah, but even better. And that's another part of the reason why I don't care for being at award shows. I've been to award shows before this before, and they're just more fun at home. You get the right. I mean, you get to see everything from the best perspective because oh, yeah. of the cameras. the cameras. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're right there. Sometimes they do the overhead shit that Beyonce and Normani be yeah. doing. They do all of these other little things. But Missy, I didn't realize that she had a fucking spaceship yeah. over the stage abducting niggas from the audience and shit <laughs> because it wasn't there in person. So, yeah, I just saw random people just all of a sudden ricocheting up in the sky. And I'm like, well, this listen, that is just Missy. That's just what she does. You know, she didn't have bitches dancing on walls before. <sighs> this is nothing new. It's just the shit she does. Until you tell me, like, girl, go watch it. Because yeah. <laughs> the we effects. We missed a bunch of shit. Yeah. But I just am. Um, I mean, the only thing I can say is we deserve something so much longer. We deserve a Missy Elliott halftime show, Super Bowl halftime, like just her. No shade to Katy Perry, but like, <laughs> but I feel like I just heard Katy Perry be like, "No, you're right." I mean, listen, she brought Missy out for a reason, so you know, like I just—that's my only thing. I I want Missy Elliott to have more time to remind niggas of just how great she is at all times. I was happy with all of the younger folks down by the stage being incredibly hype even before the show started. They were yeah. playing Missy stuff, and people were like really excited. I assume a lot of them are probably just excited to be at the VMAs, but they were respectful. They to were the, the y'all had the camped board. outside. For the fucking VMAs, girl, I and Newark was out there protesting yes. for like their clean water. Thing. Their water is all fucked up and yeah. shit like that too. So they was out there like, uh, you thought you were having an award show, and you're you're not. We're <laughs> we've got things to talk about. I mean, which is an important thing to talk about. Absolutely, so, right? So I'm glad people were out there doing it. But when the police officer was like, "Yeah, y'all got to go this way because there's protesters," we were like, "Protesting what? They mad at MTV for what?" So yeah, like a lot of those people who literally had to stand up all, all night to day, be by that yes. stage were out there waiting like 10 minutes before the shit started right. and I'm like girl I hope Mm-mm. they're nice to y'all no. cause you know you gotta be on your feet and MTV took their phones too and they took their phones from them bitch <laughs> Anyway. But as long as y'all had a good time, because yeah. I know I did. Lizzo was great. Oh, <laughs> that big old inflatable ass on stage, and then what? all her big girl dancers. It was so good. An undeniable talent. You really can't like you just cannot take that away from her. She puts on a damn good show. It makes me want to see her on tour before she's done, like before she wraps it up. 
because I just know it has to be great. And I love her album, so. Yeah, I love her music, too. But uh, no shade to Normani. I knew she was going to be great, but I just also knew that as soon as Missy Elliott was gone, I was also going to Yeah, be I really was hoping Normani would have gone on before yeah. Missy because I was leaving regardless right. once she was done. That was just that. That's why I wanted, you know what I mean? Yeah. And again, I knew that I would probably enjoy the performance more at the crib on YouTube. Right. Right. Versus seeing it in person. Especially because we had to sit through that demon who opened the show. What? I was playing Wordscapes. That's true. You are. I'm behind every. I'm only on like level 68. I was on Instagram. But yeah, they made us sit through whatever the fuck that was. I saw a lot of bullshit on that stage at that point in time. I don't know what the hell that was. Niggas was streaming the Jonas Brothers. I don't know what that was. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I. We literally just did not pay attention. So I don't even remember anything else that happened. Lizzo, Missy, <laughs> alcohol, bed. That's all I've got. I'm pretty sure that's how the night went. Literally in that order. <laughs> I hate you. I saw a lot of reality star niggas from Viacom. Oh yeah. Definitely. That was definitely it. did see um some girls that Juju's I share a makeup artist with. Yes, Juju is Juju is so fine. It's the type of pretty where you look at her and you're actually taken aback a little bit. Where you're like, I actually need to take a moment. Like, as a stranger, I feel like if somebody looked at her nasty across the room, I would hold my arm out in front yes. of her and be, be like, like, how dare I've, you? I've got this. <laughs> you know, I don't know why. She just... She is a truly stunning. Like, it's just the type of beauty, beauty that makes you wonder how niggas ever like play her or I don't know what her storyline is but I assume a nigga is doing her dirty because niggas so that's fair it just makes you wonder that girl is just truly beautiful but yeah we saw a lot of you saw the Jersey Shore cast I didn't even know it was them Mm -hmm. I only recognized um Snooky and barely um, Wow. I don't remember if her name is Jennifer. I'm pretty sure it's Jen. Okay. Yeah, I saw them too. Um, Wow's face looks 5,000% different. But I saw the, the meatball. <laughs> I don't know who that guy who was hosting is. Yeah, no, me either. And didn't really care for his... I don't know. Was it a set? Was it jokes? I don't know what it was, but I didn't. I think he was super leaning into the fact that he was Italian and we were in Jersey. And apparently there was also like a Jersey tribute, which probably (laughs) pissed them protesters off even more. How the goddamn fuck? (laughs) Naughty by nature and shit and all this goddamn fuck shit. Bitch, we can't even take a bath. Even though the Jersey Tribute did look like it was going to be good. Except for, I don't know, y'all just threw Fetty Wap in there because he ain't doing nothing else. But otherwise, the Jersey Tribute looked like it would be great. I saw Queen Latifah come down there in that orange suit and was like, yes. Daddy Teeth was looking (laughs) fine at the VMAs. I think that was her boo or her. Oh, really? Yeah, because I recognize her with being... I'm pretty sure that's her alleged Mm. uh, love interest. (laughs) Well, regardless. my business. Whatever. Yeah. It's just that we were going to leave when Missy was done. Period. Period. We had already had a long-ass day. Yes. We had another long-ass day coming up. Yep. So, it was like, we simply have to go to bed. I'm going... I'm going to bed, but I will forever be grateful to Missy Elliott for extending that invitation to our dusty black asses. And Anytime for, I can see Missy live, like I'll you, you didn't have to, you didn't have to give us tickets. You didn't have to shout us out on Twitter. You didn't have to say our names on stage. Like I none of that. Just wanted you to have your things because they're literally yours. Like they belong to you. And it was just time that MTV stopped bullshitting. So congratulations to Missy Elliott again because she more than deserved it. 
And I know a lot of y'all are advocating for Busta Rhymes now. Y'all know it is going to be at oh, least five years. Yeah, but it's going to be a long time before MTV does something that niche again. Buster's also outwardly homophobic, so I just feel conflicted on a personal campaign. Did not know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So, but he's, I mean, he deserves it regardless. His Hmm. music videos are stellar. I mean, yeah, but but when you're outwardly homophobic, it makes it much harder for me to advocate for (laughs) you. I'm just, personally. Right. I wouldn't be upset with him getting it. Yeah, but don't ask me to join the front lines. Listen, that's how I feel about a lot of these niggas. Don't ask me to do something for you if you shit on my humanity every chance you get yikes anyway though um congratulations to the gag uh she has been um, announced <laughs> to be officially joining <laughs> strahan and sarah so she was filling in as a, i think a guest host for a while mm-hmm. and she impressed people so much that they were like oh my god kiki Palmer needs to be on the show all the time yeah she is just so charismatic and we love her so much <laughs> and so that's what they're doing yep she cho- uh shared the following on instagram between her two uh, co-hosts here she said and then there were three disney was my first entertainment home when i began my career in entertainment they always created a space for me to take the stage and express my many vases here we are again 15 years later still growing together and to add, I love these two, Michael Strahan and Sarah Haynes, two of the kindest people I know. I'm thrilled to see you both in the morning. Well, good for you. Congratulations, yeah, the good gag. Good for her. I've heard that she's good on that show. I've never actually seen it, but I've seen clips. She is good. Talk is definitely like her thing. Yeah. Because it was wasn't it somebody else's show that she was really good on? Steve Harvey's or somebody? She Ooh. was a guest on some talk show and she was just like really charismatic. I remember she had her own for a short while, I think on BZ. Mm, maybe she did have like her own talk show for a while and I'm yeah. pretty sure it was B- BZ well, that I'm sure it. the Disney checks are better even if she is the co-host and it's not her own show so a <laughs> man to the come up <laughs> I can't, can't wait for Disney Plus so I can watch the program <laughs> <laughs> it's a damn shame how much like all of us are waiting on this I am so excited I'm so excited Disney Plus looks like a like a damn good deal too like it's, it's- it's like, brilliant. They give you so much and you can share your account with like six niggas and it's only like $10, $11 a month. I can't wait. <laughs> the Proud Family, that's the right infinite to be on there. <sighs> Bitches, they fuck around and drop like so weird or All some like really classic Disney Channel mm. moments. Anyway, they're getting my fucking money. Um, was Alex Mack on Disney? Oh, no, that was that Nickelodeon. Was yeah. I, was Oof. Say, I would love to see Alex Mack again. What a shape-shifting icon. <laughs> I wanted to be that bitch so bad. Bitch, I used to read the Alex Mack books. I used to watch the show. That was my bitch. (laughs) You were serious about your shit. Absolutely. Um, Power is back on Stars. It had its uh, latest season and final season (sighs) premiere this past week. (laughs) Too many fans. Surprise. The uh, pretty well-known and iconic Power theme song, originally sung by R&B superstar Joe, was changed. (laughs) Uh, Currently being sung by none other than Trey Songz. What? Yep, switched out Joe for Trey songs. People <laughs> are pissed. 
like wow incensed. I've never heard this theme song before oh you've never heard the power themes okay no. well bitch you don't watch power of course right. what am I talking about <laughs> it's pretty classic okay. like niggas can't wait to sing the theme to power really? that watch power they love it it's Joe featuring 50 Cent and it's oh, just God. it's like that kind of theme song that you you just you hear in the car with your tray that uh-uh. runs numbers no we're not doing that and sells bags hey I gotta make it really I never take a <laughs> no I'm cutting it off before we get flagged it's just yeah it's just <laughs> it's just great especially if you love power it's like ooh okay. my show was one you know your songs I mean your shows that have like a theme song yeah and really it's probably only you could stars and like Netflix <laughs> You might think life would be a breeze. <laughs> I can't handle that. Singing trouble from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not that easy. <laughs> um, okay, so. Yeah, niggas just- hate Trey Song's version of it. They're absolutely over it. They have been demanding <laughs> that 50 Cent and the powers that be change it back to the good, the good God Joe. <laughs> Um, <laughs> why would they change it for the last season That's so I know stupid. right that is really dumb and and for what I don't right. I really can't understand what the decision was in changing it they're already working on several spinoffs and prequels mm. and shit like why not just have Trey Song sing one of them you know niggas love this theme song right exactly I just don't it, it literally makes no sense if it ain't broke Unless Joe only licensed it for like a certain number of years and this year it was up. Honey, Joe took to Instagram so quick to say thanks to oh, let me shut nigga. Up. <laughs> That's a good not percentage it, you niggas didn't even know it was Joe who sang that fucking thing song. <laughs> You're just pissed that Trey Songs had the nerve to come in. Oh. Trey Songs jumped on there talking about some um his feelings hurt and fifty cent he wanna check for his stuff, his pain and suffering. You know. Wow. Fifty Cent joked about um changing it if niggas don't change their attitude or changing it back if niggas don't change their attitude which i think he really will be like i i'm so behind on power i need to catch up i just hated so many of the characters on that show yeah that's like this show makes me so angry everybody i love <laughs> dies and everybody i hate lives i can't yeah no that's so i'm like a season behind but i just need to catch up because i invested too much time in it yeah i guess you have and i miss it <laughs> thankfully i stopped after about 20 minutes of one episode so i never have to there's too many niggas that get shot on there i can't imagine again. you would enjoy it yeah no i mean it just never really seemed like it was for me but niggas kept raving about it so that's good Okay, well, you, y'all like it. So. For nigga dramas. Uh, well, listen, that bar is not, that bar is Oof. below the earth sediment, friend. Yikes. <laughs> so that's not saying a lot. But everybody seems to really enjoy it. I'm not one to shit on niggas parades. So y'all love it. You know, I like it. That's fine. But I think it's like the first season gets you invested because you are watching it. For many of the characters, it's like the nerve of this bitch. I don't know what it was, but I just got so attached to these niggas and their gall yeah and then before I knew it I was all in but like I said it just it it tipped me over and poured me out at one point and I just (laughs) couldn't take the niggas anymore I was like I can't my blood pressure comes up every week when I watch these niggas because everybody I hate is winning 
Is the Trey Songz version like drastically different or something? Is it like a whole nother remix or is it just him singing Joe's It's just song? him singing the song, but we don't want to hear Trey Songz. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's literally all it is. Like niggas don't want to hear that version of it. And if Trey Songz had sung it from the beginning, maybe nobody would feel a way. It's just that everybody is used to Yeah. Well, I mean, Joe's Joe does version. have the superior voice between the two of them. That? As well. I'm pretty sure even so, Trey Songz agrees with that. So I, I would be upset if he didn't. It just really doesn't make sense for them to switch it out for the last fucking it does it. The show. It's just who who made that decision? Was 50 it 50 said, He said 50, 50 said Trey. Oh god. Said, Trey did did that as a favor for me, man. And many niggas joked a that favor. Trey probably owed him some money. Oh, <laughs> Like, but again, it wasn't a smart business choice. So how was this? I, mean, I just really don't even understand what sense. Like, it's still not making any sense. Did he give a reason for why he did it? I'm guessing somebody in the big rooms up top was like, you know what would really fuck the game up for the fa- final no, season? No. If we changed the, the the theme around and the girls just never saw it coming. No. And then they just asked Trace Longs to come in here because he'd be at the tycoon party throwing money at bitches or whatever, <laughs> okay. I guess. And so that's how that happens. But again, niggas have openly talked about how much they enjoy hearing that theme song seasons ago. So I don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. I also won't be shocked if they change it back. It's just, it it defies all logic, but okay. I'm not in charge of nothing going on over there with regard to that show. So y'all, y'all enjoy. Me Mill is off probation. After a 12-year battle with the legal system mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. I'm sorry for saying that. I don't know what the fuck be wrong with me, y'all. <laughs> um, this nigga literally been dealing with this fucking case since he was 20. He oh, is 32. Wow. Oh, wow. Damn. So. Woo, shit. Many of y'all may have been uh, a bit familiar with this case and all of the bullshit they've been going through. And... Uh, people on his legal team accusing judges and oh yeah, uh, prosecutors for being biased. It was a lot and, of messy shit about that black judge that came out. A lot yeah. of messiness involved in this case. There was a lot of bullshit involved yep. in this case. So apparently, they overturned uh, a conviction on his gun and, uh, and drug charges. He pled guilty to a misdemeanor gun charge i believe and case and is closed that. well no. i mean probably something that should have happened a long ass a fucking very... time ago but better late than never i guess so just i feel like this must be a huge relief for him to not have this constant worry of like a legal battle on your neck and just anytime you might even slip up a little fucking big knowing that they might toss your ass back into jail for no good reason because that's literally what they were doing right. like exactly oh you're smoking black and mild? Yeah, how dare you? Prison. Wasn't he popping wheelies or something on a dirt bike? I think it was like what? riding ATVs yeah, around but... Philly like Philly niggas do. Yeah, and exactly. They were like, like he's, jail. I've seen him do that in a music video. <laughs> like, that's what they do. That's just their culture. And there's so many black people who have the same story where they got locked up or in trouble on some dumb shit or some young shit. And then Mm. the legal system just never leaves them alone. It's just on their fucking spine about it. It's like once you get in there, once you get in the in the database for some shit, it's like they are on your ass. A lot of these motherfuckers, I think, really take glee in mentally breaking black people. Yeah, they do. They want us gone. They want to exterminate us so bad. Extinct. They really do. Um, 
Meek spoke to a crowd outside of the courthouse and said, I know y'all probably got family and family members in jail or people going through the same thing as me. And I will continue to do what I do with the reform movement and help the people that help me. So good for you, sir. Strip club wings for all. And nigga, <laughs> you better get teleportation powers or something for this fuck shit a red like. Nigga, anytime anybody even looks like they got bad vibes. just Get the hell out. <laughs> comic books would, would say bamf. And you just That's right. and teleport home. Just disappears into thin air. Yes, get like that. Nobody has the time. But good for you. There's like a free Meek docu-series or something on oh, is that I a Jay-Z say thing? Amazon Prime now. I don't know if Jay-Z is involved in that, but he might be. I've heard it's good, but I haven't watched it yet. Hmm. It's like on my watch list next to Oh, yep. There it is Fleabag right there on and, Amazon Prime. Yep. And there's a Wu-Tang show on Hulu, I think, now. What? Yeah, and that shit was casted excellent are you serious them niggas look just like who they playing wow okay um so some baby news congratulations are in order for some people well congratulations to <laughs> ray j and princess love who are expecting their second baby wow, together i did not know that yes they are first of all melody the their first baby so cute wow they did that. Yeah. It's weird that she looks exactly like Princess and Sonya at right. the same time. Isn't it crazy how babies do that? Like, babies just be taking whatever from wherever they feel yeah, like Yeah, but she is just such a doll. She's Ugh. so She's fucking so cute. She's so cute. So yeah, they're expecting their second baby. Ray J posted baby number two on the way. Melody Love Norwood, you're about to be a big sister. Hashtag God is the greatest. And Miss Princess is like... Big pregnant at this point. Oh, is she? Yeah. I don't know how to guesstimate months or whatever, but I would say, yeah. Okay. Maybe before the end of the year. I don't I don't know math. I mean, if she's that big, then probably so. Mm, but you do you, start sis. showing earlier with your subsequent pregnancies. And she might be having multiple yeah, two nose. I've yeah. heard that before. Oh, man. I just Y'all's bodies that. is a fucking wonderland. <laughs> it really is a miracle that anybody ever successfully reproduces. Because that shit is fucking crazy. Like, your your body just stretches out and your rib cage moves. All and... of your internal organs literally get smushed to the fucking side. So that some nigga's baby can grow inside of you. <laughs> insanity is what it is <laughs> it's like Woo. programmed to do it it don't make no sense wow. <laughs> but this is so cute good for them apparently chris brown is also expecting another baby a oh baby boy we briefly talked talked about this on the show as well his ex-girlfriend amika harris is allegedly expecting a baby boy um to show up sometime in the fall here's the thing okay She's still posting on Instagram, does not look pregnant. Of course, they could be old photos. Right. Could be. Anything's possible. Yeah. But folks are confused. Um, <laughs> like that one girl, that city girl, until she said she was pregnant, like, I don't think she really posted anything where people thought she was. You know, like, these people be having vaults worth of photos and videos in true. their camera roll. That's so, true. who knows? If she is, young lady, um... Amika Harris, according to Instagram, blazing with Cherokee blood. I oh, hope that you have a healthy um, pregnancy and labor. Mm-hmm. And um, that that would be ideal. And all of the following, and and nice clothes and juice. And I hope and Chris Brown is, you know, a great father nights. to your child. 
<laughs> yes. Well, he is allegedly um, great with her. They are allegedly getting <laughs> along just fine. And Amika is allegedly very happy that Christopher is supporting her medically, emotionally, and financially. Right. I mean, as he is supposed to. So. And Royalty just had her first day of school recently. Listen, and he was very excited about that as well. I was just about to say, I truly don't care how none of these grown folks feel about it. How does Royalty feel about <laughs> becoming a big sister? That's the interview we need. <laughs> Shay Room needs to find Royalty, stick a camera in her face and be like, so what's up with this little brother bullshit? You with it? <laughs> On a scale of blue to north. <laughs> How does she feel? <laughs> I think I was on a shade room the other day and saw a post from uh, Kim Kardashian where North was holding, what's the youngest baby's name? Som? Yeah. She was holding the and she, Unless baby. they had another one, I don't know. <laughs> they might have. You know, they pop up with they a new not kid just randomly. After Kim was like, oh, I don't even have to do anything. Like, I don't, I don't have to carry the child myself. She has four or five of them now, right? Yeah, she has four. North, Saint, Chicago, Chicago. And I was like, oh, that, I'm missing one then. It's Who four, is two it? Two girls, two boys. Yes. So North had the youngest baby in her. Psalm is a boy? Yeah, Psalm's a boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> she okay. had the youngest baby in her hands and looking like, oh my God, I'm such a great big sister. And then Saint <laughs> popped up in the next picture and she like side eyed the hell out of him. <laughs> And then they both were making cute little side eyes at each other. I live. That reminds me of when she, when Saint was first born, she went around, you know, doing interviews and stuff and was talking about how North was really not here for that nigga at She don't all. want him in her room. Like, get him out, she don't mommy. Want him Girls her mama only. Or <laughs> I don't like him. Meanwhile, Blue Ivy was like, make way for my successors. I need to get started with training these hoes up in the way they should go. So let's just make sure everything is laid out, Bisaye and your husband. Like, let's just get things together right now for my children. Finally. Thank you. Someone to carry my bags. I just, whew, <laughs> somebody for me to mold into what I need. <laughs> I love it though. I mean, I guess I love it for them. You know, y'all have as many kids as you can afford. And they, can, they afford. can afford unlimited children, clearly, because I didn't even know they were expecting that Psalm one. Mm-hmm. It just showed up out of nowhere. And they very, like, casually just be like, oh, yeah, it's another one coming. Yeah. I mean, and well, I don't actually give a shit. It just really shocked the hell out of me. That's probably, their kids are probably the best or nicest thing I have to say about them because they're absolutely gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I don't have nothing that. <laughs> There's never anything against the children. There's never... They're you know, literally great. We might think your parents are absolute dumbasses, shitheads, airheads, whatever. But the kids, I can't say nothing bad about them. I know people Saint in my personal so life that I could say the same thing about. <laughs> oh, for You're real. An and then parents love to be like, ever since the baby was born, y'all act like I don't matter. No, we're just saying your baby's cuter than you and has less of an attitude. And gets on my nerves way less. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even love kids. That's it, girl. Saying something, huh? <laughs> Speaking of kids and affording them, um, future. Oh my God, I hate you. <laughs> Future's going through it with one of his latest baby moms. He had another one? How many kids is this now? Mother of his sixth child. Wow. I think he apparently even has seven. I don't even think she's the last baby Holy mama, God. but I might be wrong. I but he's know. arguing with baby mama number six? Well, not really arguing with her, but wants her to shut the fuck up. <laughs> she, um, she's apparently opened a paternity case in Florida Family Court. Oh, well. She wants Nevadius, 
to pay his child support. She wants the court to name him as the father legally. Mm-hmm. She also wants a retroactive support. Yeah. And she wants that nigga to pay her hospital bills. I'm not hearing anything unreasonable yet. <laughs> I was waiting on it, but not yet. <laughs> um. So then she went on Instagram after, I guess, getting criticism and shared the following iOS press. This is more like a, um, an iOS thesis or... It's lengthy. When you hosts start doing multiple paragraphs, I check right on out. Oh, this is about six or seven oh, IG no, live pages. Man. And justifying yourself to these messy-ass, thirsty-ass niggas for what? They don't care. People are only in your shit because you are Future's baby mama. Oh, that is it, and that is all. Baby. I bet Future one of them niggas who thought that by not signing the birth certificate, he was going to get out of having to be financially responsible for I feel like child. Future's been through this enough time to know that that shit ain't going That is work. not true, I, mean, I can't even. Uh, a simple DNA test will clear that right on up. I don't know. <laughs> it's not hard to Right. No, this is a matter of here. science. Yeah. <laughs> so, and yes, you will have to pay that child support once the court determines that this is your child. I mean, that's just how it works. <laughs> There's no. They don't care if you ever sign the birth certificate. They don't care if you ever acknowledge her mama in any way. Just be like, I don't care if you hate that bitch. <laughs> really, like, it's none of my business. You get it done. You made this baby, and therefore you must provide for it. Try condoms. <laughs> condoms, Rose. That condoms, Rose. Condoms, condoms, condoms. <laughs> How mortifying. Eliza Rain said the following about her. Child's dad. Okay. On her IG. Thought Eliza Rain was the baby's name, but all right. <laughs> was let me look her up. Eliza. She said, bottom line. And I love that it's like I guess it's I almost do. like a an intro. The bottom line is almost like an intro graphic. You see how it's oh, like yeah. it's like she's really giving. She did some you formatting a, a here. Think piece. She did. Yeah. She put some effort into this. I'm not mad. She's got vision. <laughs> She says, bottom line, he came back around. We got cool, hashed out the past. He made promises, then disappeared again. Mm-hmm. I'm not running no nigga down to do what he's supposed to do. So I finally decided to let the courts chase him instead. Regardless of how she got here, she's here. So stop making excuses and justifying a grown man abandoning an innocent child. Last but not least, since y'all making him the victim, if only y'all saw these messages in my phone, you'd be surprised uh... I didn't file three months ago. <sighs> TBH, I really think he did this and forced my hand to make me look bad like this is what I had planned the whole time. I tried so many times to make things right with him for the sake of little mama. I didn't want courts involved. It's like I know this lady. Yeah. I've never been into that. I was raised on the courts for police assholes. I don't. What does that mean? I feel like there's a typo in there or okay. a mistake. I was raised in and out of juvie. Oh, I love that Juvia is capitalized, so it kind of seems like Juvenile the Rapper. Oh. I don't want to see a courtroom either, but at this point, it is what it is. And, ooh, Fonts get a little smaller. This child looks like Future. <laughs> Have you seen her photo? I think he has strong genetics. He absolutely does, because mm-hmm. this picture right here. <laughs> oh, her name is Rain as well. That's, She's so, that's cute. so cute. Okay. As far as me allegedly, quote, trying to secure the bag, I lost over 100K having my little angel, lost wages, and spent a great chunk of my savings having to... Why did you have to make the font so small, bitch? I got astigmatism. <laughs> Haven't been able to work since I was five months pregnant. Closed down my physical location of one of my business because I didn't have reliable help to fill in my absence. Sold one of my cars that I worked hard to pay cash for. I was even wearing press-on nails at some point. 
That's my favorite part of this. And I want you to know I literally only kept reading to get to that. <laughs> like, y'all, I was so destitute. This <laughs> I is was such... in Sally's looking for some Lee press on nails. I could not even get my acrylics no more, y'all. It was what bad. A UPN thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> it just invoked Kim Parker or Oh like... man, this tells me so much about this girl. <laughs> but I survived. And <laughs> And took care of both of my children. I prayed, paid my bills, and kept myself together mentally. I don't want y'all to sympathize with me. I'm good. I made it through the hardest part. I just want y'all to know what it really is. If it was about a bag, I could have secured that for having an abortion. Duh. Like the other girls did. Only bag I secured was a Gucci diaper bag, okay? Uh, then she talks about all of the things she had before this. And... I mean, everybody knows a baby is a bigger bag than an abortion girl. So that doesn't... That dog won't hunt. But also, like, you could have just not, because like I already said, these niggas don't actually care about your life, your circumstances, your situation, none of that. People are going to talk simply because you're associated with future. Like, that's it. So you did all this for what? I'm going to jump past all of this to the end. And it says he's clearly the problem, not the kids or the mothers. He goes around making promises and babies, then disrespects you and disappears. Future has allegedly already re- reached out to the court not to pay his support, but to get her to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not funny. He doesn't. It's a little funny <laughs> because it's, it's so future. Like, right, I, it is. So there's that on that. I mean... I mean, I don't obviously I don't know if this is future child or not, but if so, then he needs to take care of his fucking baby and like quit being a dumbass about it. I would want my baby mama to not run her fucking mouth on Instagram either. But seems like the best way to make sure she do that is to like actually provide for your child. She wouldn't be doing all this, presumably on Instagram, if you were taking care of the baby, even if you had offered to pay for a DNA test. They do. They can do them when the child is still in the fucking utero. Okay. So it's just like, Future brought this upon himself. Nobody is shocked here. I don't give a fuck how, as she said, how this baby got here. Yeah. The baby's here. You know what I mean? Might you, be through fucked up. Y'all niggas know. But. You know. I don't know how niggas continuously, especially niggas with money and access, mm-hmm. get women pregnant and then be surprised like, oh my God, I have a human being to take care of. Let me figure out a way to get out of this or just not do it. Like, I don't, I don't know how this and then be mad when the women are like I'm gonna have to take you to court so that somebody can force you to help me take care of this child then all of a sudden there's something wrong with them for not wanting to have to fucking struggle to care for their children I will never understand it you know like even if this woman was like I'm gonna get pregnant by this nigga and get me a bag even if that's what it was you know that that's a thing for niggas yeah. like you. So I just don't know how this happened six, seven goddamn times. Because he's not thinking at all. Like, Future literally just fucks whoever he wants to and circumstances and consequences be damned. Oh. And so here you go with six, seven, eight kids now. And I mean, I'm not counting his pockets, but I hope he can afford all this child support for all these fucking kids. Future is nowhere near Poe, as far as I could assume. <laughs> okay. You know, I don't know his pocket. I mean, I think Atlanta like, niggas will keep him rich forever. Um, fair. Um, I saw some lady who talked about how she DM'd Trey songs and asked him to send her some diapers, and he actually did. So maybe you reach wow. out to Trey with the check maybe 50 Cent is going to give him. Okay. And <laughs> ask for some help. I don't know. You never know. Good luck. Coupons for formula. Those are usually in the paper. And... <laughs> best of luck to you girl 
Okay, so woo, this whole Richard Pryor Jr. Paul Mooney thing is... Is that a real story? A, I mean, it's a story. And the people involved are discussing it. Lord. I don't know what exactly oh happened. Oh my God. Wow. So, Paul Mooney... No, Richard Pryor's uh, ex- Bodyguard, a man named Rashan Khan, uh, did an interview where he alleged that Paul Mooney um, had sex with Richard Pryor's son when he was, when Richard Pryor's son was underage. Yikes. And that at one point, Richard Pryor wanted to put out a million dollar hit on Paul Mooney. What? For violating his child. And for violating the friendship and the trust that the two of them had together, Paul Mooney and his rep uh, denied that this is the truth. Right. TMZ caught up with Richard Pryor Jr. I think here in the city, asked him about it. Um, He didn't say Paul Mooney by name, but Uh what he did say was something like, you know, whatever happened to me... um, Whatever happened to me in my past happened to me and basically that it was not consensual. Mm. It couldn't have been just due to math and his age and things of that nature. Right. Um, But looked like he really didn't want to talk about it. They asked him about the possibility of a hit and he just kind of was like, I'm not talking about this and and walked away. So I don't know what happened. Um, Paul Mooney... Paul Mooney had his rep basically jump out again after that and deny it once again. They used some photo from 99 where Paul Mooney and Richard Pryor are photographed together. And basically that was their way of saying, like, if he wanted me dead and our you know relationship was destroyed, yeah. then why were we chilling however many years later in the end of the 90s? Um Pryor's widow, Jennifer Lee. I just got to that part. <laughs> oh, shit. Also doubles down on the accusations of Mooney assaulting Richard Pryor Jr. and claims that Jr. mentioned it during a family event and that she has it on tape. Oh, my God. So. And I see Paul Mooney is canceling shows now. Yeah. Yikes. Wow. Mm. Ah. there's a lot more to the story which you can go and like watch the interview yeah. to get like details or whatever but it's Ooh, it that. is bad yikes man what the fuck I don't even really know what to say about okay, it so TMZ asked Richard Pry Jr. if it was consensual and he said how could it be if I was a teenager right oh my god wow I don't know why I just would have never thought that of Paul Mooney I mean people definitely thought that Paul Mooney was gay like, there have been rumors about Paul Mooney being gay for years. I mean, but, but preying on children. Completely different. That is something else entirely. I don't give a damn who you fuck as long as they grown and consenting. So, you know, the fact that they're not grown and therefore cannot consent is like a huge problem. Wow. Uh, if if the if the widow has that on tape. I mean, that's it. Wouldn't it be? Uh, I mean, you would think because I just don't understand why. I don't understand why anybody would lie about that. I don't. I really don't. I don't get, especially because it seems like it's just now coming. Like, I don't even, who even fucking leaked it? There was no leak. Like, this man was doing an interview and oh, he just talked about it because he has a book coming out. Um, 
And I guess he goes into the dark side of working with a a, con, a comic. You know, everybody know Richard yeah. Pryor. You know, dealt with oh, demons his former and things like that. Bodyguard. Yeah. Okay. And he even mentions how he believed when Richard Senior initially talked about taking Paul Mooney off of the planet that he was high at the time. Right. But then he says he later asked him if he remembered talking about, you know, killing this nigga. And yeah. he said that he did. And he really did want to do it. Well, yeah, I can I can definitely understand that. So. He also said that then he like later spoke to Richard Jr. and told him about it. And Richard like broke down in tears because he didn't even know that his dad knew about it at the time. Right. These are all this man, the bodyguards allegations yeah Paul Mooney is an icon and like one like one of the funniest comics to me but ah I hate this yeah exactly like I I mean I don't know for a fact what happened but I'm inclined to believe that it's true and if it is that is just so fucking disappointing about Paul Mooney man you have three people including the person who they're saying it happened to saying it happened right so, so it obviously does not look good right but and you can say no it wasn't me all you want to but i i know how sexuality works specifically uh like it's just this is fucked up there are a lot of mm, i don't even know how to address this like it's just i i i can't i can't yeah, I just feel like disgusted and disappointed don't even begin to touch. They don't. How I feel about this situation. Like, Paul Mooney has made me crack up all my life. He's so great when it comes to comedy. He's a great comic. Yeah, but he is. I, but this is, this is the type of thing that will make you change your view of somebody entirely. Preying on like, underage kids. If it's true... <sighs> this is stuff that like that, that's the type of shit that really follows and haunts people forever right so this man who's full grown I can't even imagine how he feels knowing that people know about right, it right. people are talking about it like I said when TMZ had this camera in his fucking face he looked visibly uncomfortable he yeah. didn't want to talk about it but he did say what he said about you know how could it have been consensual if I was a right. teenager. So it's just like that type of stuff is just so I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm really fucked up by that. I can't I can't believe the bodyguard didn't run that by the family first. I guess I can if you're trying to sell a book. Well, I mean, and I guess this is a, a great way to to generate that kind of attention for your book. But I know it exists when I definitely wouldn't have otherwise. Right. Exactly. And so I'm just I guess I'm just really grappling with it right now in the moment because I cannot believe Paul Mooney has disappointed me in this way. Like I expect regular nigga shenanigans out of these niggas. But this is something that is unforgivable regardless of who you are. Like it is just Okay, not for me to say unforgivable, but utterly unacceptable. Period. I mean, I'll have a hell or heaven for you, right? Exactly. You know what I mean, it's not exactly. My I don't have place no way to put to you away, and it wasn't but it's me. Disappointing. But yes, and like, like fundamentally so, because it just feels like this is the sort of thing that everybody in society should agree upon. You know, protect children, leave them alone. People get attacked for all sort of kinks and yeah. sexual things that like really kind of nobody shit. has any business judging them for yep. because 
if it's consensual, mm-hmm. it's legal. You're not hurting anybody. Right. Everybody's grown. Everybody is grown. I really don't care what you do. That's none of my business, child. You <laughs> I really I mean? don't care at all. <laughs> if you want to be strung up from the ceiling yeah. or if you want, you know, to want have a fursona or spit in each other's mouths yeah. or... Y'all like bodily fluids fisting, and all that. Whatever your thing is, like... Eight people in the bed. Whatever you like. But as I long feel as everybody like in that bed Children, animals, I feel like we should all be able to agree, let's not. We really should. Like, universally, we should agree. Children and animals... <laughs> Off limits. And the fact that, like, ugh, honestly, I feel for Richard Pryor Jr. because this is something that happened over 40 years ago and must be really hard for him to all of a sudden have all this attention on him and fucking TMZ of all people, like, following you around New York, asking you about something that you, like, is clearly painful and you don't want to talk you about. You didn't even bring up. Right. Like, I didn't even. That's why I'm like, the bodyguard is also fucked up in this situation for Absolutely. putting somebody else's business out there. Like, for what? Right. It's just. <sighs> like, unless he spoke to right. Richard Pryor Jr. Right. and was like, I'm going to mention this or whatever yeah. in the book and talk about it. And he got the pass right. from that. I don't know if that's the case or not. But right. it's like, that I, could be true. It could be. He could have I don't read know. it by him first. And him like, just, I just want you to know, you know, or is this okay with you? And I mean, who knows? The, the circumstances could be anything. I just know that I am really disgusted deep down in my soul at Paul Mooney. Like that is just unbelievable. I would love to believe that it's not true, but I don't see any reason to believe it's not true. I don't know why anybody all of a sudden now would just jump out of nowhere right. and accuse Paul Mooney of molesting somebody as a teenager and then have somebody else within that circle be like, yeah, and I got it on tape. And the person who was allegedly molested right. being like, uh, yeah, it happened. Yeah, and his mom, or is that his mama? Or is that just his, or is that just Richard Pryor's ex-wife? Oh, I don't think that that's his, okay. I don't think that that's, that's his, his, mama, his mom, right. but I'm not but sure. But she said she had it on tape, so... Oh no, it's just fucked up, gross, wrong, terrible. It's just like another reminder that there are really no heroes. Nobody is. The world just sucks. And nobody is just, worthy of being put on a pedestal. Remember that at all times. Well, great place to stop. <laughs> totally a high note. Cheerful huh? note. <laughs> Everybody's super excited, feeling really great and optimistic. All right, well, let's go ahead and transition. We're going to take a break and then we'll come and read your mess. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show 
Well, we're back. It's time to read some of your letters. I don't know what that comment is. What fr- is I'm that? manic. Like, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them a lot on the show. I don't know if we answered this already, but somebody wanted to know if you're watching Legion season three. <sighs> don't even know what that means. <laughs> Legion is a very great show on okay. FX based on a Marvel property. And I'm still in the middle of season two. Okay. So I have not caught up on what I believe is supposed to be the last season. But it's a very great show. Very trippy. Love to watch it high. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that type of show? Yeah. Hmm. Well. I don't think that you would enjoy it. I was it. about to say, doesn't really sound like it's for me. But It's almost like an X-Men side story. Okay. You definitely know the X-Men are. So uh, it's yeah. like about Professor Xavier's son. But it oh, really yeah. has no ties to the X-Men. Other so that must that. be why she put what would... Wait, is there anything you would give up in order to have like a X Men power or something like that? Sometimes? Is that the question? No. Well, I mean, it was something in there, but I already accidentally exited out of the email. <laughs> okay. So I can't find it anymore. But fair. Out of well, okay. Anyway, my bad. Let's move on to the questions this week. First one comes from uh Kevin. Kevin you just says, had to think of one? I did. Okay. Kevin says, I am a queer 29-year-old man from the West Coast, finishing my MBA from a pretty decent program with the hopes of one day running a Fortune 500 company. Mark. But for the past two years, I have been messing around with my straight childhood best friend's father. Okay. Since we were in middle school, my best friend's parents have been divorced, and his father has been living his life as an out gay man. <laughs> So while his sexuality is no surprise, the fact that I'm keeping my best friend's dad's dick wet would definitely be one. By no means is this relationship romantic. It is business only. I give up the ass and he gives up the cash. (laughs) Oh my God. And while I have morals, I also have bills. And the extra cash has been helpful to me as I have worked to maintain all my bills while going to school full time. Your straight nigga best friend's dad is your sugar dad? Here's where the story gets weird. Y'all are sugar brothers? (laughs) Gross. Wow. Last month, my best friend's dad found out that he has stage three cancer and the cancer has started to metastasize to the bone. Oh my God, I fucking hate cancer. Last night after we fucked, he told me that he was preparing to make his final arrangements and write out his will and that he plans to include enough money for me to pay off my loans and put a down payment on a home. I felt like shit knowing that he will likely not be with us soon. That pussy must be. Yanking, okay. <laughs> but that he ob- that, but that he obviously feels deeper than I do since he's willing to pay off a six figure student loan debt after his death. I mean Listen. Wouldn't be me. Now, of course, walking into my thirties debt free would be amazing, but if he were to leave me that kind of money, there is absolutely no way that his son would not suspect some shady shit. And I know he would have a million and one questions, including were you fucking my dad? So my question is, should I tell my sugar daddy that I do not want to be? Oh, in the you know will? he's your sugar daddy. Okay, yeah, great. you said that's, it. That's you great. Claim it. You know it. Yeah. Because I will have no way of explaining why he would leave me so much money. But if I tell his dad not to include me in the will, am I fucking myself over? Should I ask him <laughs> to give me the money before he passes? Would that also be perceived? Bitch, are you up? fucking serious, bitch? Thank you for all the advice you could give. No. Please make up a name for me. Oh, I did, Kevin. I made up a name for you. She. Is what Carisha can never listen. You a different kind of bitch. Like wow. Kevin said, "Help me to not be an asshole, but to also still finesse this old man out of his mind." Did he say anything about discussing with a friend? Not one word. 
about actually telling his friend what he's been up to. Oh, you all dark-sided ass. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, sis. Okay, well, here we are. I agree with you that you should not be in this wheel. At all. Especially since you're clearly not willing to talk about this with your best friend. Your best friend. So he wants to know, should he tell the nigga not to give him no money? Yep. Or tell him to give him give the it, money outside of the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like there was a third one. No, that's it. <laughs> Should I not take the money or get the money yes. out of outside the wheel? Yes, will? right. Wow. Should I tell him not to include me in the wheel, or should I ask him just to give me the money before he dies? So yeah, technically there are three. Okay, so here's my answer. Okay. Fuck off. Like, tell, <laughs> I don't mean that, like, in an I'm attacking you way. I mean, literally piss off. Leave them niggas alone. But I... Wow. The fact that he ever, you know, financially aided you at all mm-hmm. for some ass or whatever it was yeah. that you were giving to him... This is so much. ...was, you know, your blessing in itself. If you take some money from that nigga in the will or outside of the will mm. and do not... Tell your friend that you have been laying down well, with a nigga that made him? I, the gag is so many people listening to this would take the bag and just like... I mean, I'm... And just be like, what's the problem? I'm, I see the problem. I still think you should take the bag, though. Really? <laughs> I do. I mean, it's stank. It's stank. It's awful. But if the man is willing to give you the money before he dies, then why he can't just give it to you... Why can't you just give it you to know me what? and avoid all that embarrassment later on? The only reason I'm going to agree with you <laughs> is because he sounds clear in who the fuck he is. Like, he doesn't, <laughs> there doesn't seem, right. I mean, he claims he has morals. Um, I wouldn't, I don't. Where? I, mm, don't see I mean, this is already just so wrong. It's wrong. I really, well. You finessing money out of your friend's dad. I guess it's fucked up. Like, the fact that y'all are keeping it from your best friend is what I'm getting hung up on, although I'm struggling with whether I think your best friend really has a right to know. Because your da- oh. his daddy's personal life is his own, and so is yours. Oh. But it just feels like y'all know y'all not right for this. That's why you don't want to be in the will. I feel like he has a right to know. Mm, do you? Yeah. If y'all are still friends. Yeah, I mean, well, he says best friend since childhood. <sighs> And I just, oh my God. Look. The only thing I know for sure that you should do is absolutely make sure you are not in this wheel. If Megan Thee Stallion wrote a lyric about this, I would go up in the club. If that means anything to you. You know what I mean? So like, do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. You talking about going into your 30s debt free would be great. If that's really what you want to do, you know. Snatch it. Maybe he will give you the money out outside of um, the will or whatever. But the, wow, wow, Ooh. this is a lot. It is. Well, so now I'm thinking maybe it's he knows that his life insurance will pay out a lot. So it's not necessarily that he has the cash to to like give this boy a six figure check now. But after he's dead, the money will be available. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a thing, the sort of thing where he can't give it to you in advance. If that's the case, then I would just say you leave me out of the will entirely and, you know, rest in peace to you and, and best of luck to your your family. Like, I wouldn't be trying to get this man to give me some money anyway, is what I'm saying. Right. But if he's wealthy and has the cash on hand, 
Let's go on down to the chase. Listen, I'm just saying. <laughs> I just... We can set up an ACH right there in the bank. Uh, Five to seven business days. <laughs> you are fucking your best friend's dad. I can't even who get... Who has cancer. I can't get over that. Like, you... This man watched you grow up. Like, you grew up around him. And yes, y'all, you were 27 when y'all started this. So fully grown and able to make your own decisions. But... Ugh. It's just something about adults who knew kids when they were kids, who knew people when they were children, mm-hmm. and then getting involved with them sexually that is just so disgusting to me. I'm not even uh, I don't I don't like like I don't fucking like this. fucking this man is one thing or whatever and I would probably have like the tiniest bit of a side eye for you for that alone. You know, because this ain't even the first time you've had a letter about somebody fucking their friend's daddy. You right about that. So, <laughs> you know, I know that y'all are doing what you gotta do. I don't have no judgment for you. Do what you want. I don't know y'all. But this nigga possibly preparing to, you know, pass away right. due to like just a, when I tell you, I fucking despise, like if I, I just want cancer to take human form even if it's just for a day so i can beat its ass i hate cancer yeah so the fact that you're like mm, i really want this bag but i don't want my friend to know that i've been fucking his sick daddy so right. should i see if i could get the bag like my god i'm not i'm not I, no if you want that money or whatever let that nigga get give it to you through the will right and deal with the consequences of your actions. Because even if that nigga don't ever want to be your friend anymore, I guess you're still going to be debt free in your 30s. Well, and it I seems mean, like that's all that matters. And he mentioned here towards the end that the best friend's daddy swears up and down that he is not leaving his son any money. What? Right. Now, we don't have no... He didn't go into that at all. But if you get six figures and your best friend gets nothing, you y'all are not going to be friends no more. I'm just are telling you that right now. <laughs> you... This is too much. Hitting me. I really... This might be one of the cases where y'all lie to me about these letters just to see if we read it on the show. I was considering that maybe like... Because y'all do that sometimes. It really pisses me off. But on the off chance that this is real, I just want you to know, this will not be your best friend no more if you are in the will and he is not. Period. I don't think that he cares about that. Uh, well, then there's something wrong with you. Then there's doubly something wrong with he you. He didn't even talk about the friend. He just wants to know if he should get the bag in the will or not. Well, he said he feels if like... If you take uh, a... No, that's not even because of the son. If you take a half pence from this nigga <laughs> and he doesn't give his son any money... Mm. Sir, Kevin, this is just wrong. Y'all a whole different breed. <laughs> y'all. No pun intended. Y'all are on some, uh, oh my God. <laughs> y'all are on some other shit though, for real. I, yeah, if he has the cash, I would get it from him now, but I agree that you should not be in this will. <laughs> Listen, that's what Megan Thee Stallion would say, dude. Megan would say, put my name on that account because when I need money, I ain't trying to wait. And that includes waiting until you die. Did she say something about your mama not bringing your daddy to the mall? Listen, because she know he be choosing. <laughs> this is, but y'all y'all, been this is trifling. Hot, hot girl, so hot boy trifling. summers. <laughs> Very seriously. Uh, this is incredibly trifling. Yeah. But you're going to do what you want to do. And I feel like we addressed every angle of this. Right. So Good. Best of luck to you. Wow. I mean, you've had the best luck possible already. I mean, yeah. You fucking and getting paid for it? That's life. That's life. All right. I'm not even over. You know, I'm not even. 
mad at finessing a nigga for a bag. Yeah. No, me either. I'm mad at but you finessing your best friend's But a dying nigga that is your daddy. best friend's father? Even a dying nigga. I ain't <laughs> no problem with that either. But your best friend's daddy, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> that is where I draw the fucking line. <laughs> that is just wrong. What else? Like, I can't. <laughs> Kevin, I, good luck. Oh, all right. Next question comes from Faith, who says, I was just listening to Light the Blunt, where you guys were talking about cultural appropriation. And I was browsing Twitter the other day when I saw some black Americans trying to get carnival costumes to wear to Halloween celebrations in America. (laughs) In your opinion, is this cultural appropriation? I'm from the Caribbean and playing Moss has varied meanings in the different Caribbean islands it's hosted in. It's deeply rooted in history and tradition. Mm -hmm. And I personally feel as though to wear the costume as a Halloween costume without any kind of understanding of the different festivals but just because you find the colors pretty is appropriation (laughs) however lots of commenters seem to think that we in the caribbean are freaking out for nothing any Mm. thoughts love the show faith i agree with you homegirl i do too like just because we're all black doesn't mean we all have the same culture and it's one thing to want to go it's called playing moss right playing moss i think so i hope i'm not mispronouncing it it's one thing to want to go do it because every time i see rihanna in one of them outfits i want to go be a part of that right and it looks like a great time but you can literally just go to carnival right that's the thing like i would go first of all or like and ideally go with somebody from one of those islands so it's like i'm being invited to participate in it but to then turn around and be like oh i'm wearing it for halloween just because it's real cute is like bitch but no ma'am no No, ma'am like this means something we would mince hannah and sarah to bits if it were them and have yes for that we read them every year around like september 20th just (laughs) in preparation because we know they're about to be dressed up like not to mention native americans they love putting headdresses on kimonos and shit like that that. i don't see how this is different we have to come for their asses again so it's really not like i think because we share a race people are like oh it doesn't really matter but we really are of two different cultures and there is a whole lot of meaning behind those costumes that you don't know nothing about and you literally just putting it on because you want to be sexy for Halloween and like girl no that is the exact same reason why people pull they dumb shit and if it's not okay for them it's not okay for you like if you don't have no connection to that culture then don't put on they shit as it's a fucking costume I hate seeing black people of different cultures beefing with each other <sighs> me too their cultures and I, I hate the I hate the social media diaspora wars I hate the <laughs> the Africans versus black Americans I hate the hell the Africans versus Africans right oh well that as well because I've never seen such dragons <laughs> as what they do to one another especially behind that rice but anyway <laughs> I mean they're also good to me but you know I don't have a dog in that fight so I just be letting them go but i do feel like you know across cultures we should be able to have that basic respect for one another yes and i i feel like it's lacking on a lot of sides like it's lacking from black americans it's lacking from africans it's It's lacking lacking from from the caribbean it's lacking on a lot like we just don't have that basic respect we all well now we all but a lot of us assume that our culture is is superior or that our experience was superior or you know whatever we get into this fight behind who had it worse and who is valid and legit and who isn't and it's just like we all again i want us to all focus on taking over and throwing down the white man (laughs) truly should be our biggest goal but like if we could just have a basic respect for the fact that black people are different across the world and do things differently and celebrate in different ways like that would just go such a long way 
some of y'all just found out that Afro-Latino people exist like two years ago. Facts, you did. Cardi B really fucked your whole mind up. You had to go look it up. So, <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad because you come to stuff when you come to it, you know, but it's just a, a basic respect for other cultures. Just it's black people your mind of other open. cultures. Yes. It's not gonna hurt. <laughs> I know you want to wear the costume. It is really cute, girl. It's pretty. Go to Carnival. They're everywhere. <laughs> like, you don't even have to go to the Caribbean. You go to Miami, nigga. They got Carnival in, like, fucking Dallas. See? They're everywhere. You have so many places even within the States. I think they do it here. You can right. just put it on. And go and join the festivities. It would be lovely if you also took the time to understand yeah. um, the meaning and the history behind it. Because there are so many people, like, specifically to this. Yeah. That really just do want to do it because they think that it's pretty. But that comes along with so many misconceptions about it right. and why it exists and women and all of this other stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it would be great if you also would take the time <laughs> to listen to people who actually have had this as a part of their culture since way before they were born and their parents were born or whatever. But if you want to participate in the carnival festivities and all of that stuff, you literally can go and do it. You don't have to wear somebody's culture as a Halloween. Right. And you can... Endless Halloween possibilities. So many. Oh man, you could dress up as anything. You really could. You don't have to wear somebody else's culture. Anytime I have talked about this on Twitter or Instagram or anything else, people are like, we would love for black Americans to come be a part of this. We just want you to respect it and like know what you're doing before you take part in our cultural and celebration. Speak out of your ass. Which makes total sense to me. I don't me. hear the, the problem. There's nothing wrong with that at all. So it's like, instead of being like, oh, I need to order me one of them outfits so I can stunt at my man's Halloween party, it could be like, I'm interested in knowing how black people across the diaspora celebrate themselves and their culture and their heritage. And so I would like to go be a part of this or even just watch y'all be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Because when I see like friends, people I know on their Instagram stories, I'd be like, so you bitches really put on these sexy ass outfits with some tennis shoes. So first of all, I'm already down. Yes. Love it. And then everybody gets drunk and parties all fucking night dancing in the streets. What the hell? Like, of course it looks fun. Like, it looks like something I would love to participate in and know for myself. But I'm not just going to put on the costume and be like, yeah, this is my I know outfit. tons of Black American people who participate in that stuff because it is a really good time and you're dancing and the energy is great. Yeah, and well, niggas love like, dancing and drinking and, and having a good time. That just is being outside universally and taking pictures. True, right. But just... Take some time. You know, it could be so simple. And with with the social media age and the internet having changed the world the way it has, you would think we would be like more willing to learn more about each other as opposed to more willing to find reasons to fight with each other. That takes work. You're right. And effort. You're right. And just people don't want to. All right. Last question comes from Linda, who says, my husband and I have been married for two years, but we've been together for close to nine. We're very happy together and we've decided to stay childless. We both have good careers and he's an amazing husband. However, Mm -hmm. his sister has been an ongoing issue for us. (laughs) (sighs) I'm not sure exactly what she has because the doctors are always re-diagnosing her and adjusting her medication, but she suffers from mental and emotional problems. And over the past nine years, I've seen her constantly swing back and forth between being depressed and having violent rage-filled episodes over the smallest things. Like once she shattered a glass table because she found out she wasn't invited to a party. I feel like I would do that. (laughs) I'm not even lying. (laughs) While I'm sympathetic to her and what my in-laws have to go through, I've noticed that my in-laws and my husband baby the shit out of her. 
She's 25 Mm -hmm. and she's never worked a day in her life and still receives an allowance. My in-laws do everything for her and give her everything. And they always rationalize it with it's because she's sick. Mm-hmm. I know she has mental issues, but I also know plenty of people who struggle with similar issues and they are perfectly functioning people. That's not fair. She also has an inability to make any friends like she she literally does not have a single one. While I think her mental issues are a part of it, I suspect that some of it has to do with her being treated like a spoiled baby her entire life. Whatever the case may be, the main problem is the way she's overly dependent on my husband. She depends on him for everything, and because she has no friends, she also depends on him emotionally. She texts him every day to talk for hours and tries to hang out with him constantly, but if he doesn't respond right away or cancels plans with her, she takes offense and flies into a rage. My husband is a busy man and regularly works 10-hour days, and it kills me to see him constantly stressed over trying to balance his own life and trying to be available for his sister at all times. I've had many talks with him over the years about having healthy boundaries with his sister despite her mental illness, but eventually the same cycle happens. My husband will try to distance himself for a bit, then she acts out, and eventually my mother-in-law will call him distressed because she can't handle it, so my husband has to step in to help. I've even tried to encourage her to make new friends, but every time she manages to make one, she becomes too clingy and ends up losing the friend. I don't know what to do. I've been understanding and patient for years, but it's getting to the point where I feel like my sister-in-law is a major burden on our lives. I keep hoping she'll get better, but I also don't think her family helps since everyone treats her like a precious jewel that always needs to be protected. There's some irony in the fact that we don't want kids, but we wound up with someone dependent on us anyway. I've even had thoughts about moving out of the country in the future so that we can finally be freed of her. It's that bad. I appreciate any advice. Thanks in advance. What did I call her? Laura? Linda. Linda? Linda. Linda, you're kind of being an asshole. You kind of are. Even the, like, your choice of language is really what's jumping it's out to little, me. yeah. Yeah, because if your sister-in-law is struggling with, like, severe mental health issues, calling her a burden is, like, the absolute last thing you want to do because people already feel like they're a burden to their loved ones. And, like, so it's just, like, making a bad That's situation the worst already part worse. part of it for me. See, yeah, that's like I but at the same time, like, I really think you should be more careful with your language. But I also understand being frustrated by this. situation, Right. So it's like there's there's something in the middle here that I think we have to find. But leave him. I just hope you're not. Well, God damn. (laughs) Leave him, girl. That that. Yo, this lady has been his sister. 25 years. So I don't. Yeah. I don't know what you really want from me. You know, I don't know the extent of uh, treatment for her mm-hmm. or what y'all are doing um, to actually have her sit down with professionals and start the work in, in handling things better. I don't right. know what it is. I'm not going to like, you know, act like that's not going on. But if it is just so burdensome that this girl has issues that require her to um have help from the people closest to her and it just so happens that one of the people she trusts that's close to her is the person that you're married to like if that is so burdensome for you then leave him she ain't your sister but to me like i don't know what to tell you i really i i sincerely don't you know it it sounds like you've had the conversations with your husband sounds like you've had conversations with her yeah sounds like the in-laws know what time it is but if you think they're about to choose you over her yeah i don't leave them like i don't so right yeah and i know y'all have been together almost nine years so you're like 
you know, this man is perfect. My relationship is perfect. Like, there's no reason. What would for you me suggest leave, in a situation like this well, where she stays? No, this is what I'm saying. I really don't know what else to do because the thing is, you can't make a grown person do nothing. And you have stated your feelings to your husband and to your in laws. You cannot make them construct boundaries that you approve of. And I don't even necessarily think your boundaries are what needs to take place in this situation. I don't know enough about this girl and what she's going through to say that they're babying her or that they're being understanding because she has issues that keep her from being able to fully care for herself. I just understand that you're frustrated because things keep happening where your sister-in-law is taking away from your relationship or causing strain and stress on your husband. Mm -hmm. So I, I think if I were you, I would sit my husband down and tell him that the strain is getting to you so bad that you're considering ending the relationship that you have these thoughts of fleeing the country or some type of shit just because you can't handle it anymore. I like, think it's a great suggestion. I think that's what you need to do. Cause maybe once he understands that you are that frustrated with it, maybe something will happen. Maybe, yeah, maybe y'all can go to couples counseling. I don't, I don't really know, but I, I agree with Kim Fury. You're ridiculous. If you think they're going to choose you over this girl, like their actual family member. And also that, <sighs> I don't know. It's just like, I feel like we had this whole big conversation with Basia a few weeks ago about how mental illness affects people differently. And like you said, you know, other people who have mental illness issues, but they don't act like this. But everybody is not the same. Right. Like everybody is not going to react the same way. And everybody yes. doesn't have the same diagnosis. So, yep. so I just feel like there's... There's so much empathy and understanding that I have towards this girl, but you also have the right to not be stressed out in your life, Very which true. is why, which is why, again, I agree with you, because if she really wants to be free of this stress, she can leave. This mm -hmm. is not her blood family. She's, so mean, you can literally be like, I'm out if something doesn't change. Your husband got to be about as tired as you are in order for what I believe you want to take place. Right. I mean, because you said that he is like exhausted and you see him being like beaten down or whatever, but that's his sister and he doesn't know how to not show up for her, which is understandable. But she also included in here like a story that when they were on their honeymoon, he spent three hours talking to his sister on the phone because she was just so mad that he was away. Like she just could not stand the fact that he was out of town and she just flew into a rage about it which lets me know that she's dealing with something that it's not she's not trying to piss you off or get on your nerves or stress you out she's having an irrational reaction to something because of her mental illness issues and so that's the trickiness about having those types of struggles mentally and emotionally is because like i say it's hard for people i think that like human beings can only really empathize within the bounds of their own understanding. Yes. You know what I mean? And I think that sometimes, even like what you're saying about having uh, or knowing other people who struggle from mental illness, but they don't behave that way, it's not necessarily fair to make certain assumptions yeah. or actions because of somebody's mental issues or emotional issues or crisis because of just what you believe right. is, is going on or how you believe it should be handled or how you believe a person um, with those types of, of issues or situations should handle it. it. There's really not much that you can do if you don't yeah. have that understanding besides just empathize for this person as a human being and want the best for them. But like you're saying, 
it doesn't mean that you don't deserve yeah. to have peace and yeah. you know happiness within your own relationship and home. Yeah. But girl, if you've exhausted all options like it sounds like you have, right. I don't know what else to do besides not be in a relationship or deal with it. Yeah. I mean, truly, because you it's not that you have issues with your boundaries with her. It's not that she's hitting you up constantly and all this. It's more that you're married to her brother. And so you just witness it or you have to deal with the fallout after his sister does something. And that being tired and frustrated is more than understandable. And so I really think you could probably benefit a lot from a therapist. Even if you don't go with your husband, just having somebody that you can talk to and be like, I love my husband down. Like, I don't want to leave him, but I'm really struggling with handling his sister. And, you know, and I assume you want to be compassionate about the issue. Like maybe you let your frustration write this email, but I'm assuming you want to be compassionate to your sister-in-law. You don't actually say these things. It doesn't to sound like she and, doesn't. Right. And all that sort of thing. So maybe a therapist can, can truly help you cope with this in a way that doesn't stress you out so much. And maybe give you a better understanding of what it is that yes, she's going through as or well. That. And I honestly, I would recommend reading Bossy's book. I'm telling the truth, but I'm lying because uh, not saying that this is exactly the same story, but a lot of the behaviors they describe are very similar. And it helped me have a, a greater understanding and empathy for people who struggle with mental illness in a way that I do not. Mm-hmm. And it might help you do the exact same thing. So, but yeah, therapy and uh, therapy and, and open and honest communication with your husband, I think is going to be your only way. To, to handle this but if he's like listen that's my sister and when it comes down to it I'm gonna answer the phone then you have to decide whether you're gonna deal with that or not you yeah. can either check out emotionally and be like alright I'm not gonna let your your stress and your frustrations bother me no more or you're gonna leave like you get to make that decision and can't nobody be mad at you for making that decision you deserve to maintain the peace in your own life that's as well facts. so I mean, if any of y'all listening have better advice I'd love that because I feel like I might be missing something but I mean I don't know I mean, maybe because there's a million different perspectives and we're only two people, but That's true. we are, I think we, I think we handled this in a, a thoughtful way. I mean, girl, I did the best I could. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. I mean, like you, you can't, this, this woman is clearly struggling. So it's like, you really have to decide for yourself what you're going to do. And I think therapy can help save this situation. But if not, you can go and be guilt free about going. All right. I agree. <laughs> that wraps up the questions this week. Send yours to Ask the Read at Jill May. Jill May. Jill May. It's, it's a new brand coming soon. new service. Mm-hmm. You guys never heard of it. Ask the Read at JillMay.com. We'll be right back. Here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw. I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. Okay, it's time now for the read. It is. Okay, so I have a long read. Okay. And I'm saying that because maybe it'll be the opposite of what happens when I say I have a show. <laughs> but okay two quick things first of all again on these chicken sandwiches now (laughs) are you serious first of all you know 
Wow, y'all niggas are making me tired. Um, I don't even really have a problem with niggas that are just like enjoying chicken because I enjoy chicken. And I don't even really have such a, a problem with the jokes and memes. Some of y'all really just aren't funny, but you know, a lot of them really are. A yeah. lot of the Popeye's Chick-fil-A side-by-side ones are really it good. It has been so funny. Um, A lot of other chicken jokes have been, honestly, most of them, except for like the actual restaurants getting involved online, right. have been pretty fun. <laughs> the niggas I have a problem with, and I feel like I read y'all for the same thing on different topics, are all of you fake, woke, one eye open ass niggas oh, trying to talk about well if you niggas would do blankety blank the way that you do for Popeyes dead black man be much better off shut up like what if you niggas would support black businesses the way that you support Popeyes if you niggas would grow the way that you be there for Popeyes you niggas would support black men with you. First of all, the, okay. Girls. A, shut the fuck up. <laughs> B, the thing that really fucking boils my Milo is the fact yes. that about 98% of you niggas gonna be saying this dumb shit aren't doing what the fuck you be talking about either. You just wanna sound intellectual and poetic and fucking shit and you sound sure. dumb. Niggas like chicken. <laughs> fuck. That's just what time it is. Niggas was going to Popeye's whether they had sandwiches or not. Yes. Bitch, you just got a, a two-piece yesterday. Yes. Now you want here talking about oh, if you niggas would just If you don't take that fucking soapbox-ass, so fake-ass, Spike Lee joint-ass bullshit shit on somewhere to somebody who actually gives a fuck you niggas do this every time niggas collectively get excited yeah. about something like these same niggas can't have a chicken sandwich in one hand and common sense in the other yeah what the fuck damn it let niggas have a good time even i done rolled my eyes at some of this goddamn chicken sandwich talk because we about three first of all Popeye's ain't even got no sandwiches left. right they all gone you niggas ate them all every <laughs> one of them <laughs> That is the craziest shit I ever heard. I seen one of these fucking niggas talk about somebody made one. This is the owner of Popeye's Chicken, a white woman. Oh lord! Just so you know, she been using black this black woman to say love that chicken for Popeye's, and you've been paying her all this money. And nobody that, thought that, Chicken that. Annie was the CEO of Popeye's. Nobody, nobody thought that thought that that lady <laughs> ran Popeye's. Nobody Literally, no one. That. That lady probably don't even eat Popeye. Do you think Flo runs progressive too? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you niggas are dumb. <laughs> Furthermore, I would love to see your statements because I know, like, what are you talking about? Mm. You mean to tell me that you don't spend your money at nothing white-owned? Because even niggas, like, I know, it. now listen, I know there's plenty of niggas, you know what I'm saying, that go out of their way to support as many black businesses as they can. And, that's and that is what they should do. I myself even try to support black businesses as often as I can. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, nigga, you ain't got no choice but to give the white man right. some money. That's true. I give the white man money quarterly. <laughs> That's fact. For him to kill me with. So, <laughs> niggas can't have a chicken sandwich? <sighs> Shut up! Shut up. Especially because everybody knows if there is like a real good local black-owned spot that has bomb-ass food, chicken sandwiches, or anything else, niggas be in there. 
It's not like people don't support good ass food in their own hometowns. Like Popeyes is a national chain, girl. Of course, it's going to have a bigger reaction because they have about 800 more restaurants than your favorite restaurant up the fucking block. Nigga, what are you talking about? Many black neighborhoods, if not most, <sighs> have at least one black listen, owned restaurant listen. specifically <laughs> that has lines outside of it daily. I can Nigga, take you to four different spots on the north side of Tulsa alone that have the best barbecue of your life. We can go to Perrine. It's literally in Miami. <laughs> niggas are out there barbecuing in literally a grassy lot. There is not one, two, three, or four Whoa. walls. Them niggas are out there grilling, and you will get the best yes. fucking ribs, sure will. chicken, <laughs> potato salad you ever had All in your that life. Shit. I'm talking about lines down the block. That's right. Them niggas ain't paying rent nowhere. They, they are run in the out grass. Of meat all the time. Okay, I don't know a fucking franchise or none of these other big white restaurants that can <sighs> lay down. Okay, I don't nobody. Hear it. If niggas want some, po- and the thing about it again that doesn't that pisses me off is it's not even about the chicken. I haven't even had one of them sandwiches. They're good. I haven't even tried because I'm sure. Sure, they're deli- delicious. It's not a secret to me they that really are good. chicken between two slices of bread is yummy. Like <laughs> I'm not. It's hitting. So I have not taken time out of my day yet yeah. to stand around <laughs> and wait for one of those sandwiches. I feel like I could guess what it tastes like. Good. Yeah, it is good. However, it's not even the fact that it's the sandwiches. It's just you niggas who use the opportunity anytime black people are just enjoying themselves to try and attack them and say, oh, well, this is the reason the black community can't go nowhere because y'all are doing blankety blankety blank. What? Shut up. I just... I'd love to see the last time you came back. Ever. Because if you really cared, you could have been like registering people to vote like that one young man did. If you really cared that much about voting, you could have been out there doing something about it. That nigga didn't drive by Popeyes with a megaphone and was like, (laughs) this is why the blacks can't have anything. Get your minds right. He just asked them if they, like, I don't. Are you registered? Would you like to be registered? (laughs) Sir, I actually came here for a chicken sandwich, but you know, sure, why not? You could have done that. And also, all you niggas taking photos of these Popeye's workers who are tired and fed up. Nigga. There was some lady who was like clearly on her break I saw, sitting I outside know with her head about. down. Like, I saw that. And I know you niggas have run these people ragged. I know y'all have. I've seen videos, multiple videos of niggas fighting in a Popeye's restaurant behind these chicken, chicken. sandwiches. Aaron Magruder can't come back fast chicken. enough. This is y'all... <laughs> He done already covered this. Y'all are just right. There's it's, already an episode about this. What is wrong with you niggas? But taking pictures of these people who are already underpaid and overworked and using them as your little shitty ass fucking memes. If y'all don't quit disrespecting somebody's mama, ain't he, grandma, and act like you got some goddamn sense, eat your fucking food and go home. Everything is not cute and meant for retweets and likes and visibility and vi- vir- virality mm-hmm. on the fucking internet. Like... Respect people as human fucking beings, dog. That is just disgusting. Get some scruples. I wish y'all would just stop. I'm so glad you brought up Popeyes because I was going to mention that anyway. So I'm going to pass the read as well. Though. Okay, amen. Pass the read like we used to. Um, so, uh, I don't know if this is... Well, this is clearly not the name your mama gave you, but maybe it's something that you go by. The, I'm just going to read it. Oh, um, The subject of this read says, To the bum-ass stud I sacrificed hot girl summer for. Oh, no. I haven't read all of it yet, but I can't not I feel read for it. her already. My That's sis. also not even that long. My sis. Okay, so um, she starts by saying she loves us, and because of us, she's in therapy. And then she says, but anywho, back oh, to this bitch. 
So in all caps, it starts with you bum ass bitch. All summer, I basically carried your ass from catching that charge. Yeah, my fault for loving hood niggas. In which I got you, in which got you fired from your job to losing your spot and having to live from house to house. And in your car, which I fucking helped pay the loan on. Oh, no. I got you to start wearing organic pads that clearly helped with the pain of your cycles. Oh, my God. I was there when you cried about your alcoholic, thieving-ass mama hurting your soft-ass feelings. (laughs) Well, you caught the charge and you cried because you were scared to go to prison and thought that you threw your life away. I was there. Oh, no. When you confessed to being a sneak, dickin'-ass stud, I kept your secret. At least I have courage to <laughs> tell people. At least I have courage to tell people I'm by you cowardly asshole. I stayed faithful when all your fine ass stud brothers wanted to fuck. Oh, that's where you really fucked. Up. I mean, damn, God sis, you damn, really girl. held it down. Oh, no. I stayed faithful when my ex with a big dick and his <laughs> shit together came back into my life and wanted a second chance. While all my friends were out partying and doing ball headed hoe shit, I stayed at home. And for what? Offer you to leave me for some stale bundle weave wearing three kids, two baby daddy having fake nails, nine hour, nine dollars an hour job, basic bitch mentality ass hoe. I know it's, it's yeah, not terrible. Wrong with, listen, you making your money the way you can. Okay? Oh, I mean, okay. that, is, that is what it is. Sis. Then have the audacity, the damn nerve to break up with me over text. <laughs> Girl. I hope she cheats on you with her plethora of bum ass baby daddies and fucks <sighs> you with a sick dick. No, that's not nice. That is not nice. With the utmost uh, sincerity, it says Lady X. I mean, I honestly feel like if even if she knows he was there, you don't care. Because it's not right. like you just want to fight at this point. I mean, sis, why exactly did you do all this for this nigga? I die. <laughs> why exactly did you do all this for this Woo! nigga? I mean, ro- ro- road and died. Mm, you wasn't having a hot girl summer at all. You wasn't listening to Megan at all. Oh, Megan would have never told you to spend your money on a nigga. First of all, sistrin. No, girl. P.S. The while all my friends were out partying and doing ball headed whole shit and I stayed at home is in all caps. <laughs> like that, that part is. really pissed her off. Right, because she probably had to watch them on their Instagram stories. Absolutely. The fuck up in Throwing the club, it back, driving the driving boat, boat. All that shit. And she's here with your ungrateful ass. Love, How dare you? Girl, I just don't know. I, sis, this was a self drag. <laughs> Because why did you do this? The dick could not have been that good. Now she got small problems, big moves. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what that is. It's a Young and May reference. Oh, mm, okay. Well, all right. Anyway, though. Thanks for that uh, read, Lady X. <sighs> I mean, now's a good time to, to call up your studs' uh, friends. They still and go through fuck. that. Like, right? I doubt that They'll that's fuck. changed. They will still fuck. Listen. She probably don't already have her fun. <laughs> you should threaten her with, well, no, you shouldn't. You should not talk to this girl no more. You should you just go ahead it. and take your L's. <laughs> right. Because you collected a huge satchel of L's here. So you should just go ahead and keep those to yourself and, and move about your business the way you will. And for what it's worth, she probably will cheat on this nigga with her bum ass baby. That's daddy. true. Probably will. Yeah. So, <laughs> but the fact that you did all that. Wow. Anyway. Huh, you Catching know, charges. it's just a great reminder to these straight girls out here that it's not really any better on this side. <laughs> like, I feel like we we it is better, but not always and not universally for damn sure. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> certainly not. If you could find a stud who has her shit together and she's like 
ready. They're out there. Yeah, there there's are. more of them than but niggas. But there are young MAs as well. No, oh. <laughs> there are. There are plenty of them out here. Young MA just bought her lady friend a beautiful necklace. Okay, for her birthday. That is so nice. I'm j- I'm obviously being sarcastic. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you <laughs> oh, did okay, or not. Because like, listen, they'll spend money, but they'll also. I mean, I don't. Let me not speculate on that girl. Exactly. They'll spend money, but they'll cheat on you and disrespect you as well. So there's a whole lot of studs that are like that. They have a nigga mentality, mm-hmm. and uh, they love perpetuating those stereotypes. And you might just end up with one of those. A girl. Girl, the fact that you was paying this bitch's I'm good car friends with loan. a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. You to hang out with them. <laughs> they ain't on me, bitch. <laughs> they be bringing their wives down there and blatantly disrespecting them. And they're coming to me, hey, boo. Hey, hey, oh, girl. Girl. You cheating on me, sis. You, girl. Hmm, okay. Yeah, you know that nigga cheating on you. I don't even know why you're here. <laughs> well, you know what? I bet you won't waste another summer chasing behind <laughs> some nigga. I bet Not you again. won't do that. <laughs> well, this week I was going to talk about the Popeye's thing and how y'all have been disrespecting these family. restaurants, but more importantly, disrespecting people who are just working to pay their goddamn bills. Couldn't give a fuck about these sandwiches if they tried. Exactly. Um. So that and then did you hear about this white woman in Oklahoma City? I feel like I did. Tell me this. I know I did. What is it? So um, she compared her black co-host to a gorilla. Oh, I did hear this. They were, yeah. So they were doing a segment about the Oklahoma City Zoo and um, a gorilla like poked up on the camera or whatever. And she was talking about the gorilla on camera and then said something like, you know, he was fascinated by the camera. And then the black man said, yeah, he's definitely ready for his close up. And then the white man goes, he kind of looks like you. So, of course, the brother was like, Haha, yeah, you know, like that's an awkward situation to be in, mm-hmm. period, regardless. But the very next day, she came back on TV in Oklahoma City and had her full white woman tears in effect. She cried? You know she did. From the very <laughs> beginning. The the other anchor was like, and now a very special message from, you know, Jessica no, and Kevin or whatever. Something. Like, yes. And then, well, he didn't say that. Some other white woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they threw it to this white girl, um, the, whoever said it, Alex. And she was like... I am just, I am sitting here today right now and I am so full of shame and I love you so much. I would never hurt your feelings on purpose. Jason, you are one of my best friends and I just know that I have offended you and I have offended the community and I am just so, so I will give this to the white woman. She seemed to genuinely be sorry. Okay. She did. She seemed to genuinely be sorry. My thing is, how goddamn white do you have to be to not know that comparing mm. black people to monkeys is wrong. Like, I, I know it's Oklahoma, and so it's very possible that you have been insulated by whiteness your entire life. But you presumably went to college and there were black people in at least some of your journalism classes. Like, I just don't understand how you have made it this far in life and do not know, as a professional journalist who is on air every day, that there are... First of all, stereotypes about different races. And secondly, that they can be extremely harmful and inappropriate and disrespectful and rude and every other goddamn thing. And then to not like, I just really don't see how you were in a place where you said that aloud to another person. Like you looked dead at a black man talking to a black man about a monkey and made that comment and did not think nothing of it till you got dragged the fuck out on the Internet. How did you even get to that place, Alex? Make it make sense. 
uh, fine you were remorseful fine you issued an apology that seems to be genuine even though the white women's tears were so overwhelming I really just wanted her to clear her throat and straighten herself out and then just spit it out I wonder if white girls like grow up with their moms telling them if they cry they'll get away with things you know it's either that or they have figured it out automatically and nobody even had to tell them all they have to do is turn the waterworks on and immediately everybody's heart softens some of them are really good with like the on and off switch of it yeah they are and even this brother had to sit there you know on the couch and be like you know, I accept your apology and I am glad you apologized. And, you know, we're very close friends and we talk all the time and blah, 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 you know, all this other stuff. I'm sure there was a certain amount of like, you also now have to massage this white woman's feelings and show on air that you forgive her so that hopefully the rest of the niggas on Twitter will leave us alone about it. Mm. Like, I feel like he was probably under a certain amount of pressure there. I would have loved it even more if she was sitting on that couch by herself. And just said what she had to say and left him out of it entirely. Like, don't bring the black man in to carry in some of the emotional labor from your fuck up, girl. He already had to sit through the uncomfortableness of you calling him a fucking monkey lookalike in the first goddamn place. It's just like, because he would have been wrong if he wasn't like accepting of her. Yeah. Whatever. There's just no excuse in 2019 for a journalist to make that kind of remark. It just isn't. I don't care that you're from Oklahoma City and you've certainly been surrounded by white people all of your days. You should just fucking know better, period. And I'm so tired of y'all embarrassing me every time because it's my Instagram notifications and my Twitter notifications that are lit up with what the fuck is going on in your state? Why is everything so goddamn backwards? Why are people always saying something stupid? What the fuck are you supposed to do about it? Sis, I didn't invent Oklahoma. I just don't know what to tell you. Like... Shit is fucked up. It's racist. It happens all across this country every fucking day. But, you know, I think a lot of people only know, like, they don't have nothing else to associate Oklahoma with other than me. That's probably fair. Like, Oklahoma and the bombing, tornadoes. Do y'all know anything other than that about Oklahoma? Probably not. Indians, maybe. And that's about it. So I get it, but it's like, I wish that people would just do fucking better and there is no excuse for this woman and her dumb shit absolutely none (sighs) bitch and that's it I'm done well that about wraps up this week's episode of The Read it does check us out at thisistheread.com recently updated I'll have you know not that there's anything new on it and um, at 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 social media Dot com. I'm ready to go to bed at This Is The Read on every social media platform. Do we have any news this week? Why do I feel like we do, but I can't remember what it is? I don't know. I feel that way, too. Damn. Uh-oh. We're going to... Did Alex send us something to say out loud? I don't think so. She told us about um something that we're not doing. Oh, that's... right. That we have to do tomorrow. But yeah, that's not... That's not related to this. Okay. Hmm. Well, do we have an acronym or a oh i guess we should remind y'all that the tv show is coming out october 11th on fuse well i feel like we yes nigga i feel like we were supposed to start promoting this really not it's like seven weeks away oh it's really not that far away so yes it will be available on fuse the fuse app as well as itunes and amazon prime it will be available in the UK, I know at least, I don't know about any other country outside of the US, but um, it will be a week late 
on Amazon Prime for those of you in the UK, but it will be available. So yeah, October 11th, we will be on your TV screens. Uh, Yay, can't wait. Hope you guys like it. And thanks so much for all of your support and stuff over the years. You yeah, guys are great. y'all have really been incredible. And y'all the reason that enough people care to put us on TV in the first place. So hallelujah. Do you have a, one of your funny little quotes or sayings and such as today or shall we get out of here no i don't have any i really have the feeling that we're forgetting something and it's i really don't think that we're forgetting anything that we need to say to anybody on this podcast all right and if it is it's definitely not anything important but thanks so much for listening you guys um have a great and prosperous weekends and things and we will see you next week if the world doesn't end. <laughs> and it might. Bye. Bye, y'all. 